Time for What You Need to Know, brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. DeMarco Farr is in for Sedano. It's Sedano and Cap here on 710. And it's time for at U-N-E-E-Q underscore. Yeah. Don't forget about that underscore, yo. You here can't. she is. You can't forget it. Right. Okay, so I actually want to switch the song, even though, Kendrick, I love you. But, you know, because of what I'm going to talk about, I need this one. I'm just saying, okay? Um, I just wanted to shout out my Dodgers, even though they're not really mine. I claim them because I love them so much. I just thought it was really awesome what they did to honor the fallen soldiers um, from the Kabul airport bombing. So they displayed thir- um, the jersey, like the Dodger jersey with the number mm-hmm. 13 for the 13 fallen soldiers. And they were also saying that even though they didn't play yesterday, that... And they're in, obviously, they're not home. They're in San Francisco. That once they're back home, they want to bring the families of three of the 13 that were from SoCal. So there was uh, Indio, Rancho Cucamonga, and Norco. So those are the three SoCal um, cities that these fallen soldiers were from. And they want to honor their families. And I thought that was really cool. Like, for me, having family members and friends in the service like this is a huge thing and I know like I I was talking to a friend about it and they're like oh that's sweet and I don't know if they did it and I was like I don't care why they did it the fact that they did it so don't Uh, kill that you know what I mean because I have friends like I said like I'm gonna go visit one of my friends in Baltimore he's he's in the army so for me that was amazing it was really special and just seeing the display of the jerseys on the field is just oh like I I get really sensitive and sappy about things, and that one got me. So I just wanted to shout them out. That's 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 a fair thing to be sappy about. That's real. Yeah. Yeah. Cap, did you ever do that when you were playing? When you're, you know, the sports vernacular, be a warrior out there, and you say that in front of an actual soldier? Ooh, I don't think I've ever said it in front of a soldier, yeah. thankfully. It's weird, you know? Yeah. You're, you're giving all these battle cries, and there's the real heroes standing right there in front of you. It's just kind of weird. We're playing a game. They're not. Yeah. You know, Laura, I'm actually really glad you brought this up today because while three of the 13 Marines that were killed in the airport in that bombing um, were from Southern California, all 13 of them, as I've read, were all stationed at Camp Pendleton. Mm. So, you know, anybody that, you know, drives anywhere between L.A. and San Diego, obviously, you, you know, there's there's Orange County. There's the, the portion of Orange County that's Camp Pendleton and there's a portion of San Diego County that's Camp Pendleton. And it mm-hmm. goes all the way from the five freeway all the way over to the 15 freeway. I mean, it's just a giant, giant. It's a city unto itself. Oh, yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I've done a lot over the years on the base at Camp Pendleton with the Marines. And um, and it just it it just blows my mind. You know how we listen, I don't want to get all political about it, but we didn't get everybody out. You know what I mean? And I I, one thing I see on social media, DeMarco, that I really, really love just the same way the Dodgers are doing a tribute. I've seen people go into a bar or a restaurant. There's an empty table. They order 13 bottles of beer and they put the 13 bottles on the table. Wow. And they say this is for the 13 Mm. Marines who fell in Kabul. Wow. And so. You know that that's big like, time. Yeah. I think it's cool. I mean, as sad as the story is, the fact that people are um, they're aware of what's going on, because let's face it right now between what happened down in Louisiana with the hurricane, how that hurricane traveled to the northeast and what kind of damage it did in New York, New Jersey, uh, down by Philadelphia 
uh, the wildfires raging in Northern California, this situation. I mean, there's real life stuff going on. DeMarco, thank goodness we've got sports. Seriously. Right. You know, to, to you. talk about other stuff, frankly. A big distraction, but I'm with you. That's, yeah. you know, that's a good idea. Next time I'm out, I'll do that. Yeah, 13 yeah. beers. 13 put beers. A, wow. Put them at a table, take a picture of it, and hey, this is for the 13 fallen Marines. Yeah. That's a great story, Laura. And way to go, Dodgers. Yes, sir. Way to go. All right, so DeMarco is here. And DeMarco, I want to I spend some time this afternoon tapping into your expertise around the Rams because we're now just uh, a week away and less than a week away from the start of the NFL season. And the Cowboys and Buccaneers, what a way to start on Thursday night. What a way to kick off the season. You know, the return of Dak Prescott against the Super Bowl champions who bring back all 22 starters. I can't wait for Thursday night. Big time. I can't wait to see Zeke Elliott, the new and improved in shape Zeke Elliott. I still think he's the best back in the league, hands down. Well, I'm I mean, traditional to that. running backs, what they're what they used to do back in the day, mm-hmm. he is everything plus that. You know what I mean? I, do. I love watching him run. So that's Thursday night. Sunday night, this is unbelievable. I mean, what a way to start the season. Sunday night football, the national television audience, and the Rams get to host in SoFi Stadium against the Chicago Bears. And this is going to be an incredible, I say an incredible game. I don't know how much I should really expect from Chicago with Andy Dalton as their quarterback. I was kind of rooting for Justin Fields to get that starting job and maybe he'll play. But it's also a great opportunity for all of us to see the Rams for the first time because, DeMarco, as you traveled and you saw the Rams play three preseason games, you didn't really see the Rams. You saw a bunch of guys in Rams uniforms. Yes, I saw some guys that that weren't going to be here and ultimately did not make the team. But, you know, going back to training camp and when you get to see Matthew Stafford with that receiving core, you get to see the offensive line going through drills, the defense – uh, coming together, uh, getting their chemistry down. Uh, y- you have every reason to be optimistic. Now you got to go out and play well. Uh, Chicago is thinking the same thing. It's a tough opening matchup, and I would tell you this, Cap, when you're facing Chicago, don't worry about the offense just yet. Worry about that defense first. Uh, they are a, a, a three yards in a cloud of dust, choke the life out of you type defense with Khalil Mack and company. They can get after you. So I think that, to me, is the game. Their defense versus uh, the Rams' offense. Uh, the other side, um, Aaron Donald and company, uh, you, you have to be Aaron Donald again to beat Chicago. Uh, you really do. you got to be tough. you got to get down and dirty. And it depends on if it's Andy Dalton, go after him. If it's Fields, be careful. Uh, that guy is young enough and good enough to to beat you and give you a tough game on Sunday night. But, yeah, I, you have every reason to be optimistic if you're Rams fans in Los Angeles. Okay, so, DeMarco, as the, as the afternoon goes on, I want to ask you about position groups. So I'm going to start off with this. I want to get your evaluation of the quarterback position. So Stafford is obviously the star of the group. He was the, the off-season acquisition that everybody's talked about. And for everybody that's bullish about the Rams this year, most people believe it's because they have significantly upgraded the position of quarterback. I'm a little, I'm a little less bought in on the hype 
Um, mostly because I feel like I really need to see Matthew Stafford, who has put up what I would call Hall of Fame caliber statistics. Now I need to see what it looks like when he's got a winning organization around him. But I was hoping you would evaluate not just Stafford, but give us what you think about the two backup quarterbacks because the Rams did decide to keep three. Well, the one thing that jumps out with Matthew Stafford, from my eyes, no wasted motion at all. Uh, this guy's got no weakness, and this is a very quarterback, very offensive line friendly offense. So if Jared Goff can light it up, if Jared Goff can get 44 wins in this offense or with this football team, what can a better quarterback like Matthew Stafford do? So uh, sky's the limit there. Uh, John Wolford, I think, is a great backup. I thought he was a great backup for, for Jared Goff. He was a great caddy. He actually pushed Jared Goff and towards the end of the year actually beat him out. Uh, he was the better quarterback for the job. Uh, but Wolford, I think, is a credible and a good backup to have for Matthew Stafford. They're great. Uh, the backup quarterback does more than just you know, take the leftover snaps. He's a guy that helps the starting quarterback get ready for Sunday, get ready for game day, and he's great in that role. He really accepts that role. So I, I think the, 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 the one that really shocks people is the fact that Bryce Perkins is still here. But how can you cut him based on what you saw in the preseason? I mean, really, uh, he, this is a guy that – did not deserve to be cut after how he played. So it was tough on the Rams. You're going to have to carry three quarterbacks until you figure out what to do with him. Yeah, right. But you, you just can't cut him based on how he played. Uh, that would be unfair. But I don't think he's done enough to unseat a John Wolford as the backup as of right now. So I like the way it's set. I like the way the depth chart is set. Stafford, number one. Wolford, number two. And Perkins will figure out what to do. But, yeah, I think that group, or at least – two-thirds of that group, if we, you know, kind of future cast a little bit, uh, I think that group, that quarterback room is is good. It's ascending. It has a chance to ascend, and uh, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a room of leadership on the football team right now. All right, so DeMarco Farr is here in for Sedano on Sedano and Cap, and I really want to tap into his expertise uh, surrounding the Rams because the Rams kick off the season next Sunday night against Chicago at SoFi. Let me get your evaluation now of what's behind the quarterback. What do you make of the running back group? Because obviously, not only did the Rams have an injury to their number one running back before training camp started, but they went out and made a trade to get additional depth when most people thought that they would look for a veteran running back. And Sean McVay said, no, we're going to keep it in-house. Well, he saw enough of the young guys in-house that he said, no, no, i got to go find somebody else. So evaluate, if you would, for us, DeMarco, what you make of the running back position of the Rams. Well, uh, let's just say I've been scouring the waiver wire just to make really? sure to see what's out there because, mm -hmm. you know, it is a question mark, to be honest, to be fair. Uh you know, Sony Michelle is a guy that probably wasn't going to make the team in New England because of what they had. Um, he was a former first-round pick. You, I love his ability. I love how he played this year. He fits the offense here. He can run inside, outside. You can throw it to him. So he's a credible back to have, but I'm not sure if that's really going to scare San Francisco or Seattle. Um, Daryl Henderson is a guy that you would love to be a starter, a guy that has speed. If he gets to the second level, he can win most foot races with most defense defensive backs or, or defenders. And he's pretty good out of the backfield catching the football, but his problem will be and always has been, can he stay healthy? Uh, look, he was the starter for about three weeks going into camp when Cam Akers got hurt, and he left camp with a thumb injury. So much so that you had to go out and get another tailback because that scares you. So, 
Yeah, uh, and Jake Funk, the rookie, um, I think he has great vision. I love the way he, you know, always picks up the right guy and blitz pickup, and always makes the right cut running the football. That that stuff will play for you during the regular season, but. You know, a backfield of Henderson, Sony Michelle, and Jake Funk isn't going to scare too many people in the National Football League. That's not to say it's not going to have success, but it just doesn't have the cachet that, say, a Cam Akers coming off a semi-breakout year would would have had as the starter. So that's a big fat question mark at tailback right now. Okay, um, so we've we've gotten to Marco's evaluation of the quarterback position. We've heard his candid opinion about the running back position. As we get deeper into today's broadcast, Marco, I can't wait to hear what you think about the offensive line because there's moving parts there as well, and I, I really want to hear what you think about the O-line. We'll get to the defensive side of the ball. We'll get to the wide receivers, the tight ends. As the day goes on, I really want you to evaluate every position group, so stay with us, everybody, especially Rams fans that want more Rams talk on this radio station. We're bringing it to you this afternoon. DeMarco's in the house. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hey! All right. Okay. I used to hate this song. And now? Well, I've, I've accepted my butt. <laughs> Yo, I mean, my mom hates this song for the exact same reason. And I was like, Ma, I hate you. Yeah. I yeah, hate yeah. you. That's a blessing. See? A Everywhere blessing. I go, I used to hear this song. That and Doing the Butt. Remember that song way back oh, in the I day? I love that song. Doing the oh, Butt. Oh, my God. I hated yeah. that song. Yeah. See, right. I hear um, Disco Inferno everywhere I go. Do you really? Yeah. You do kind of, you know, a little Danny Terrio there. Yeah, well, that's why everybody gives me a hard time a about bit. my picture on the uh, on the ESPN, you know, marquee where yeah. I'm pointing at everybody. But that's the song that plays when I when I show up. It's like Disco Inferno. That's I, just speaking of that, who sent me the picture of you like that was photoshopped? <laughs> was that you, Laura? It was I. Oh my God, that scared me. Wait, Laura, <laughs> did you do the photoshop? No, it was a listener because of Lindsay. Uh, oh, she tweeted something out, and the guy's like, "Yo, we need to get him better." Uh, better um headshot headshot right yeah. he goes oh he should go to the swap meet and do the throwback ones with the little sparkly things and then he goes i can't help myself and he photoshopped cap so into the sharpie eyebrows and that was yeah. nobody's family that we know that no i would oh, never no no because no. it looked like like an <laughs> 80s glam cover band it looked like Scott my family bro right, right, right. <laughs> oh man <laughs> it wasn't my my tias or my tios or Just the primos sure you know I, like, no, I no, no, no. I wouldn't do my family dirty <laughs> like that i probably it might be yo it might be that listener's family i don't know okay, if he's listening he bad. should he should tell us like is it your family did you steal from your sister's little hidden shoebox with all those ugly no, pictures everybody that else in the picture is fine just cap with the with the hair it just didn't look right yeah but i like it when listeners will photoshop my face into other things <laughs> you know i really do i love it so please keep it coming you that don't understand love i you. love it that means they love you when they take time to do all that this they love you yeah and i love it i love yeah. getting it was a little silence of the lambs though yeah it was it was yeah. the sharpie eyebrow one yeah, yeah just a little two buffalo bill there just a little bit a little bit <laughs> hey demarco earlier this week uh laura brought up this story that she had gone to costco 
and she went in there to get like two things and she wound up leaving with like $150 worth of stuff that she really didn't need. Right? Yeah. So we started talking about what are the things that you wind up buying that you don't need when you go to a place like Costco. And I brought up the fact that I'm a uh, paper towel aholic. Okay. You know, there's, there's, I've even had to go to special meetings at PA, Paper Towels Anonymous. You know what I mean? Hi, I'm Scott. I'm a paper towel uh, addict. I use paper towels all day long. I use them for tissues. I blow my nose in them. I wipe things up on the on the kitchen counters. I dry dishes with paper towels. Wow. I love paper towels. I'm addicted to paper towels. Well, I put this out on Twitter that I'm addicted to paper towels, and I feel super cool because I got a shout-out from a big celebrity who also loves paper towels. Oh, you ready for this? Yeah. Bounty. Bounty. Yeah, yeah. Not like a celebrity, like a superstar movie star. Bounty, Bounty reached out to you. Bounty hit me up on Twitter Ooh. that they, too, are addicted to paper towels. I thought to myself, thank you, Laura, for bringing up this Costco shopping adventure and for me admitting my paper towel addiction. And thank you, Bounty, for hitting me up. So shout out to Bounty. Do you have like a garage full of paper towels? He and, does. And paper I do. products? I do. Mm-hmm. Paper towels and toilet paper. That's fair. I will never run out. Last time, I, I, I haven't gone to Costco since the pandemic. Because mm-hmm. the last time I went to Costco, I went to buy toilet paper. And they were sold out by the time I got there. And there was a lady who bought an entire like trailer full of all the toilet paper. Oh, man. And I thought that was just unfair. So that's yeah, the last time cool. I went. Yeah, not cool at all. Yeah. Well, hey, speaking of shout-outs real quick, I just want to shout-out a friend of mine, a buddy by the name of Kyle Kraska, who's taking over as the Fox 11 sports director in L.A. Congratulations, Kyle. I'm shouting you out. Yep, congrats, man. Way to go, dude. I I know that guy. I did uh, some sort of Charger wrap-up with him years ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Great parties. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he's he's moving his act to L.A. and taking over at Fox 11, so I'm sending out a shout-out to a pal of mine. Wow. That's cool. Um, DeMarco, let me ask you, because now we're getting ready for the start of the NFL season. It will kick off on Thursday night, and then it's a marathon, you know? And it's, it's 18 straight weeks because this week or this year, remember, the NFL will add a 17th game. So 18 weeks over the course of the regular season. If you're a Rams fan, you're hoping that the season extends beyond, moves into the playoffs. And if you're a Rams fan who's really optimistic and really bullish – you're hoping to see the Rams do what the Tampa Bay Buccaneers did last year, which is make it to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl in your home stadium. So I'm curious, DeMarco, this is your final weekend without NFL football until, call it, early February. You got anything planned for your final non-NFL weekend of the year? No, not at all. I, you know, I'm, I'm thankful for this series with the Giants because this could have been kind of boring. Uh, well, you have college football, of course. College football just kicked off. That's always fun. But thank God for this series with the Dodgers and the Giants because it's something to keep your interest because usually I'd be going crazy right now. You know, it's it's you can't wait to get to the start of the regular season so everything gets gets started in earnest. Uh, I want to see the, the first unit offense go against somebody else's first unit defense and vice versa. I want to see Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey on the field. Uh, I'm tired of seeing preseason stuff. So, uh, yeah, I'm dying for real professional football, but there's other things to do this weekend that will at least bide my time 
while I wait for next week. Yeah, I understand. I'm glad you brought back the Dodgers and the Giants because this whole week while you have uh, been doing whatever it was that you were doing, Clinton Yates was filling in here for Sedano, and Yates is a baseball-first guy. So Greg Bergman, who I'm sure is standing nearby, uh, Bergman and Yates were loving what was going on this past week. And they got me to the point where the two of them were, were so deeply invested into this, and they were so emotional about what was going on. I literally found myself every night, DeMarco, I, I'm not exaggerating, not for one second, I was watching three baseball games oh. every night. I was watching the Dodgers and the Braves, uh, the Giants and the Brewers, wow. and uh, the Padres and the uh, and, and, and Arizona. And I'm literally sitting here in my office watching three baseball games every night, waiting to see if this is actually the time where the Giants are going to come back to earth a little bit ah. and the Dodgers are going to keep on winning. And it all worked out to the point where the Dodgers took that half-game lead until the next day see, when San Francisco won. They pulled you in. Greg and Clinton pulled you, you into it. baseball. See, for me, this will be like watching Lost. I'm into it while I'm into it, and then I will stop once football starts. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Call me when the World Series starts. But right now, I'm involved, I'm invested. But as soon as we kick off, that's all I'm doing. You have no idea how much I appreciate you saying that, because when I say that, and I'm here on my own, it's, it's Bergman and Yates, like, tag-teaming, body-slamming me. The two of them can't beat me up fast enough that I'm a football first guy. Look, no offense, uh, and... and Greg, you're going to have to jump in on this. I, anybody that tells me baseball is a better sport than football, we're going to have to have a long conversation. Well, it's like it's like tough, more fun man. to watch on 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 game day. It's it's very different, and that's what Laura was just saying too in the background. But yes, it is a different sport. It's more football is. I mean, there's a lot more action, like hitting, and there's a lot of pounding on each other. If you like baseball, to like baseball, you actually have to like all the intricacies that you're seeing out on on the on the field like it's you have to understand of like watching the pitching staff and watching the uh the the run different or not the run different you sound Excuse like it. somebody trying to convince me a foreign film is good yeah i mean that's pretty much what i'm trying to do yeah. because <laughs> you have to actually for baseball it is a acquired taste like you have to actually like the little the statistics you have to like watching pitch counts you have to like watching a lot of things like that i mean yes i do a, cap until football kicks off i am i am with you this is and but but this is this but is the, the year, though. It's going to be, but the baseball playoffs are going to be right, right when football starts. Are you right. not going to be into that? No, no. I See, but Greg, this is what I'm saying to you. I'm with DeMarco under normal circumstances. By this time of the year, I'm usually all locked in on football. College right. football, NFL football, high school football, junior college football. It's just football. the way I'm built. Wait, right. It's the way we're built, right? right. right. <laughs> pop, pop Warner football. If, there, if there's a Pop Warner football game on a Saturday I'm afternoon, in. Let me know. I'll show up. Uh, <laughs> right. Hey, listen, right. Marco, here's how sick of a football addiction I have. You ready? More Worse yeah. than paper towels. Earlier today, I clicked on the NFL network. I figured, you know, let's see what they're talking about today, right? Well, they had a fantasy football show on. I clicked the guide on my TV. The next channel is the NFL's Red Zone channel. They were repeating the NFL Red Zone from week 12 of last season. Perfect. I was locked in. Let's go again. Yeah, I was locked in. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but, but I might have missed something the first time around. Right, right. I don't remember. Who were the Rams playing week 12? What happened in that game? Exactly. But Bergman, I got to admit, man, I mm. got to admit it to you. Um, the Dodgers on fire the way they are. This race against the Giants at the top of the NL West, 
I will tell you that the Padres and and whether or not they're going to have a season where they could call it a success because they make the postseason or a failure because they didn't, I'm watching what's happening with Cincinnati, St. Louis, Philadelphia, all these teams in the National League that are all battling for these spots. So as much as I'm wired to think it's already football season, I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to I'm going to keep my baseball thing going all through September. Good. As and, you should. I know. I'm with you, but you guys so, got to also understand. Here's the thing about baseball. I'm sorry to interrupt you. So here's the thing about baseball, though, is that it's very, to put it in a lesser term, simple. Ball goes into the outfield. That's a single. Goes a little bit further to the wall. That's a double. You can see the guys go from base to base to base, cross home plate. With football, there's a lot of intricacies, things going on. That's Everything's happening all the way around you. And then there's a, a flag that comes up. What does that flag mean? There's a lot of extra things that you have to understand and mm-hmm. know to fully get involved with. So, ah, like, I, okay. try and, I try and... It is true. Try and explain it to my daughter, right? If I t- explain baseball to my daughter, my my daughter, she's she hits. Dodger. She's my she's my Dodger daughter. She nice <laughs> 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 nice save. Nice save. Nice save. Thank nice you. Save. Yeah. Nice so like, if you see a ball going to the outfield, you're like, okay, see now he's on first base, uh. and, he, and you can. It's such an easy thing to explain. Where football, she's like, I'm not. I don't understand what's going on. Mm. I don't know what that flag means. I don't know That's what those true. extra things. Oh, there's four downs. Why is there four downs? Why do you need to go ten yards? Why do you need all these different things? You have to learn. Where baseball is just very simple. She never asked, like, why do you have three throw, outs? Hit it. Why do you get, you know, three strikes and you're out? Never asked that question. Well, I mean, but it's mm. it's easier to explain. Correct. I got you. But okay. then there's also the thing that what we talked about with me. A lot of us didn't grow up with the football team here. So we just naturally. But you grew up here. I know. Southern but California natu- is but like football country. No. Like, for me, I think basketball and baseball when I think of L.A., like that's just me. I'm 33. That's and most of my friends are very basketball centric and very baseball centric. Like that's what we nat. I love football. Don't get me wrong, but I naturally gravitate to those two sports, and I think a lot of people do well, too. And, and for for natural reasons, like when I grew up as a kid, I was living in South Florida. We had the Miami Dolphins. That was the only team. There was. There was no Miami Heat yet until the late 80s. There were no Marlins. There was no Florida Panthers hockey. I mean, it was literally the Miami Dolphins, and it was Dan Marino. And and so I was a football-centric person. Uh, it makes total sense, Laura, what you're saying. If you're an L.A. kid and you grew up on the Lakers and the Dodgers and now all of a sudden the NFL has moved into town, the NFL, it's taken time to get sports fans to get really, really into the NFL. I thought it was immediate. I really do. Mm. Maybe I have the blinders on, but I th- I thought it was immediate. Your team is back. No, I don't think it's I, – I know people that are like that because I do have fa- uh, friends that are Rams fans, and they were very like, ooh, my team is back home, right? That was the thing. It was, it's back home. But it's because they had an uncle or whatever, whatever, that were Rams fans, and that's how it kind of just – went into their blood right to be a fan here but a lot of us are you know a lot of my friends are rams fan i mean raider fans or they're you know 49er fans or i i'm one of my Chargers, best friends Steelers. who yeah who cares about cowboys that? But, you know what i mean <laughs> cowboy fans and patriots like they don't really have a connection to these two teams but for me i just when i think of la when i think of la sports i think lakers and dodgers like that's hmm. it you know right. now a little bit more with like the Galaxy and of course LAFC, which I'm gonna go see tonight. But you start seeing that too. But it wasn't big football, and it, it, it I don't see. I thought mm. SC kind of filled the void for a while with Pete Carroll. But that's college. 
but, that's but it's still football. It's, still, it's, it's a generation still lost. It really is. Okay. It's a generation. So, it's a generation of of people who who NFL football was only yeah. on TV. Ah, Seriously. Okay. And, and and remember, Demarco, this generation, people like Laura, when they turned on their TV on Sundays, they had the Cowboy game on Fox because right. it was usually the number one game, and they had call it a Patriots game or a Steelers game or something mm-hmm. else on CBS, yep. and so that the the networks gave you the best game. They didn't give you the the closest local game, uh-uh. you know. And what about so red zone? There, there's, there's a generation zone. of See, fans. This yeah. brings up a point about Matthew Stafford. I think for him to win over people like Laura, not only does he have to win one, he may have to win two. Really, Super Bowls? Yeah. Yes, yeah. to win Whoa. those fans, like you Whoa. said, that generation of lost fans. I'm not sure if one would be enough. It would be enough for me. It'd be enough for for any franchise. But yeah. to win those fans, you might have to win twice. See, I don't agree, and I, I know yeah. we got to go to break. But it's because right now, to get football in LA, you have to win one. You have to win that one to be like, oh, look at that! Now we got the Dodgers winning championship. We got the Lakers winning championship, and the Rams to are winning make championship. Her a fan. It all it all brings it in together. And LAFC yeah. bring it home too. Okay. okay. See, that's why the Rams, when they were in the Super Bowl, they had to win. Fair enough. Fair this enough. Is, this is this is this is. There's more here. Hold on, everybody. Yep. <laughs> There's more here. But coming up next, it's a game of would you rather. Now, if you would like to call and ask a would you rather question, we've been getting great calls as the week goes on. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. If you want to call with a would you rather, hit the phones. Otherwise, Bergman got 100 of them. He just, he just he got them all over the place. Would you rather next on Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. I got it, Chris. All right, we're going to go to the phones. We have one on the phone for you there, guys. Manny in Ventura. What you got, Manny? Hola, Manolo. How are you doing? What's up, Good. Good fight. Yeah, okay, so would you rather have a Freaky Friday situation where you switch bodies with one of your parents or spend an entire week barefoot? Can you just say the fr- where, Freaky Friday situation where you what? Switch bodies with your parents. Oh, oh. Or? Walk barefoot for a week. For the whole weekend. For the whole weekend. Mm-hmm. Oy vey, they're not even like connected, these two things. Okay. That's okay. They don't have to be. I know. They're I like both it. scary. No, I just thought I got to put a lot of thought into this. Wow, that's th- a deep one. I know. What do you think, DeMarco? Would you rather switch bodies with your parents or walk barefoot? Well, initially, I took barefoot. That was an easy one. Now I'm thinking, wait a minute. Hold on a second. COVID. Ew. 
Nasty. What, walking barefoot? COVID? Yeah, really? COVID. Really? I don't know. Just, I just COVID on the ground? I, yeah, they're just, yeah, just sitting there on the ground. I just think <laughs> I just sit in a puddle of COVID. Okay. okay, but like, you know, you walk and then- Watch out for the COVID. <laughs> oh my god that's not what, what i meant you, okay guys i'm just saying you walk barefoot, barefoot. everywhere like for a weekend barefoot. yeah okay but you probably at your house where it's cleaned well i mean i can walk barefoot at the beach or on the strand you know but Any, anytime i can kick my shoes off i will well, we know. You left them on the top of the, the car last that's, time. See? That's, that's old stuff. Stop bringing up old stuff. Um, <laughs> Just rewinding it yeah, back. No, so, you know? I did, uh, okay, I'll take the Freaky Friday. That might be interesting <laughs> to become my mom for a weekend or a Friday. If you became your mother for a weekend, what would you be doing for the weekend? Oh, God, I think I'd go to Vegas and and just party and have a great time and watch my brothers like freak out cuz that's what my mom won't do. Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. See, cuz if I switched bodies with my mom, I would be like in some kind of like water aerobics class at her retirement community, and then I'd spend the rest of my day sitting on my computer on Facebook and playing solitaire. No, no. See, it's you. It's you. You're just in your mom's body, so you can do whatever you want. Oh, so I don't have to do what my mom does. No. you. Yeah. I mean, you might wind up there, <laughs> but you can do whatever you want while you're there. You're still you. You're just them at the same time. All right. You know what? I'm making this a lot easier. I would rather go barefoot for the weekend. Okay. Fair Even enough. if I step in a giant puddle of COVID. <laughs> I didn't know. So not what I COVID. meant. Don't not step in the COVID. what I meant. Uh, I walked right into that one. God. Barefooted. And by the way, barefoot is, barefoot is the right way to go. Okay. I, I, my whole goal in life is to wear shorts, T-shirts, and sandals and just walk around with no shoes on. I like that, It's the perfect way. That is my life goal. Yes. It was before. and Now I don't. You know, because like, I don't want to walk into the COVID or whatever. Right. right. Giant <laughs> puddle of COVID right over there. Avoid that. The dude right. for president. There, there's yes. like, there's dog duty over there. Avoid that. And then there's COVID puddles over there. Avoid that one, too. I still walked right into that. <laughs> you did. All right. All right. DeMarco, would you rather only be able to listen to Christmas songs all year round or only be able to watch nothing but horror movies? Oh, I'll take Christmas music. All year round. All year round. Yeah. yeah I can't, nothing but horror films. I can't stand those slasher blood horror movie type things. That's just not my genre. Really? I, no, I can't mm. do it. I used to way back in the day, like before they got really silly and before you know, the Saw movies. I kind of stopped with the Saw movies. I stopped with the Saw movies. Yeah. You know why? Because they had this like made me think, what the hell have I done with my life, and how can they bring that back to punish me? What 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 did that? Yes, uh, uh, I think I saw one more. Hostile. Yeah. Oof. Done. Yeah. What? This okay. is not horror. This is like torture movies. Yeah. I'm not mm -hmm. doing this. No. Yeah. Yeah. I too am not really into horror movies. Okay. So for me, I feel like if I were listening to Christmas music or holiday music all year long, I think I'd have a better disposition in life. I just think I'd walk around happy all the time. Like, I always think it's the holiday season. Yes. Everyone that likes Ted Lasso should love Christmas music. Nobody needs this. Sing it, Mace. Is that Mace? Sing it, Mace. Yeah. Go ahead, Mace. Is he talking or is he singing? 
I don't know, but I found wow. it in the system and I had to play it. Wow. <laughs> Mace, if you're listening, call us and sing a Christmas song. He's into it. Very nice, Mason. Okay. <laughs> okay. I think I think we got it. Very, very Let's nice. Stop I'm Uncle sorry, Mace I now. thought that was hilarious. I was trying to find like a decent Christmas song. <laughs> and it found me. No more eggnog for Uncle Mace. <laughs> All right. Keep it rolling, Greg Bergman. All right. Let's go with okay, Cap. Sir? Would you rather live on a desert island with your celebrity crush? So Jennifer Aniston for mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Or in a mansion with your ex. Oh. oh Bro, this, this is, is this is whack. Simple. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, it's simple. This is this is not only whack, this take it to another so level. Dude, this is wiggity 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 oh. whack. Yeah. Nice nineteen eighty five. How reference. big is that mansion? <laughs> yeah, I mean, right. I mean, can I be on like one side with my own phone number and zip? You guys code? are really trying to be in the mansion with the ex? No. no oh, okay, there's, good. I was like, no, what? There's no chance that, that we can survive together. It just can't happen that way. So if you tell me that Jennifer Aniston and I can spend the rest of our lives on a deserted island. Jennifer, it's you and me, baby. I mean, we can talk about the morning show. What if she we doesn't can talk like about you? Friends. Yeah, she don't like you. I don't think she does. No, what if she doesn't <laughs> oh, like you? Oh, just, uh, no, no, she loves me. So. She anyway. What if she doesn't lo- like you and you are on a desert island and she doesn't want to speak to you? Well, I think that's still a better still, thing than yeah. being stuck yeah. in a mansion with my ex-wife. <laughs> yep, no doubt. I think, you know, at a point, I think if you're in an island and you're the only two people and you don't know each other, you're going to get to know each other versus being in a house with someone you already know hates you and you hate them. Right. That ain't changing. At all. Mm-mm. No. Yeah. But see, y'all got bad exes because my ex and I are cool. Really? I okay. mean, not like cool like we talk, but. Yeah, but, but remember, he's not your ex-husband. No, he's not. And no. you ain't got no kids with him. No. And you didn't have to break up your money with him. No. Yeah, it's it's a whole different world. See, a, a continental <laughs> divide isn't enough. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> All divorced boys? <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, this yeah. is why I'm single, guys. Anything. All three of you guys keep me single. Greg, what would you do? I'm curious. I... I, I think I would do the mansion. What? What? Yeah, oh, shocked, sorry. right? Uh, well, but it's gigantic, and I don't need to be. Uh, we don't have to cross paths. Like maybe we do, and I just go to the to the refrigerator. I'm look, like, I'm just gonna get a beer and I walk away. And like, it's just you don't have to have conversations with those Greg, people. Greg, look up Phil Collins and what he's going through in Miami right now. Oh boy, yeah, 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 I'm yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it's a mess. You don't want that. I didn't no, I answer, it. but I would have done the mansion too. Oh, but, really? Well, yeah, but uh, then Cap kind of said, like, well, you don't have kids, and you've never been married, and you've never this. And I'm like, yeah, that's true. So the ex and I left peacefully, I guess. I look up Phil Collins' mansion and standoff comes up. <laughs> Phil <laughs> Collins' mansion standoff. <laughs> Phil Collins' ex-wife has allegedly taken over his Miami mansion. Wow. See? With armed, what is this? With armed what? See? What? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Take the wow. desert island. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Take your celebrity With armed guards. <laughs> wow. Like, What's you're not getting so, my what house. Was the, what was the, Kat Von D. Kat Von D could be your girl, like, at the the island and stuff. Yeah, it's Margot Robbie, but whatever. Yeah. Same difference. I do um, like Kevin. But but Demarco didn't tell us. Demarco, if you're on the island, who's your celebrity crush? Oh God, uh, that's a good one. It's changed. I, I'll go. I'll go with Halle Berry for the block. Oh, Ooh, yeah. she's hot. That's yeah. a good Smart. one. Really, really hot. 
All right, stick around, everybody, because um, I want to get back to DeMarco's analysis of Rams by position group. Stay tuned for that. I really want to hear what DeMarco has to say about the offensive line group. We'll get there coming up. I want to remind everybody, though, that summertime in, summertime in California means it's time to grab some gear that's going to help you chill. And as the beer that's made for chilling, that's Coors Light, they're here to keep Cali chill all summer long. Amazing giveaways like limited edition Ray-Ban Aviator sunglasses, exclusive Aviator Nation trucker hats that are super comfortable and light, and they got all kinds of great hoodies. I love a hoodie. All you have to do is this. Visit this website, keepingcachill.com, keepingcachill.com to enter for your chance to win. Coors Light, keeping California chill. All right, what can DeMarco tell us about his opinions on the Rams' offensive line? And we'll start looking at the wide receivers as well and tight ends. Stick around, everybody. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, DeMarco, I did not know this story about Phil Collins <laughs> and a standoff in his Miami mansion until you mentioned it. <laughs> I'd still like more details. Can Phil get in? Does he have like one room where he can play drums and sing? Or there's armed guards involved. Yeah, uh, take the desert island with your crush. Never, yeah. <laughs> never, never take the other option. <laughs> All right, everybody. Hey, listen, um, Demarco. I, I was saying earlier in the show today that I really want to take advantage of your expertise around the Rams. And I know there's a lot of Rams fans that are tuning in. They want to hear what you have to say about this stuff, too. I've asked you to analyze position by position. So you went through the quarterback position. You were very candid about what you thought about the running back position. But I, I want to hear what you think about the Rams' offensive line. Okay. Uh, wait, let me get to this little stat page here. I love looking at stats, by the way. I just lost it. I got so much stuff up on this computer. Uh the offensive line, okay, Andrew Whitworth, I guess he's going to start at left tackle. He's going to be 40. That's scary. He's a man. He's he's a man, definitely. But I would say this, for anyone who's concerned about having a 40-year-old left tackle, go see him. Go look at him up close. I guarantee you with his helmet on and with his back to you, you couldn't tell. You couldn't tell how old he is or how many years he spent in the National Football League. This guy is in condition. He's... One of the more athletic linemen I've ever seen. So left tackle I think is fine. And like I said, this is an, an offensive line friendly offense. They're not expecting their offensive line, their left tackle, to go nose-to-nose with uh, the best pass rushers week, week in and week out and drop have a quarterback dropping to seven and having to pass protect for four seconds or the season is lost. No, this is a lot of play action, a lot of wing T principles, a lot of making the defense, fooling the defense, with play action and then taking advantage of their rules. So I think Witt there is going to be just fine. David Edwards, I think, is one of the best stories on the football team because he didn't really have a position coming in, and when he got the start at left guard, it was kind of like, ah, you're going to have to play around this guy. Uh, you're worried about him. At, lo and behold, David Edwards turned out to be one of your best offensive linemen. Uh, he gets it above the neck. 
He's a guy that can handle all the adjustments and the play changes in a hurry, and uh, he's pretty damn strong at the point of attack. So I think your left, your left side is as athletic as any left side in the game. Here's the key to the season, Cap, to be honest. It's your center. It's Brian mm-hmm. Allen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian Allen is a guy that can only play center. Your next best option at center is Austin Corbett, who's your starting right guard. So if Brian Allen gets hurt again and you have to slide Corbett to center, that's that's a three-man move to replace one guy. Corbett slides in to center. Bobby Evans or whomever slides in at guard. So that's a lot, that's a lot of moving parts. So the key to, to this Rams season actually is, in my opinion, number 55, Brian Allen. If he stays healthy and gets all 16, 17 starts, I think you're right back in the mix for the NFC Championship game. If you can keep that same continuity along the offensive line in this offense, by December, you'll be beating the daylights out of people. But it depends on if Brian Allen can stay healthy or not. It's a big if, right? I mean, it's just this is the, the – if your offensive line – plays all 17 games together the same way it started in week one, you're headed towards the playoffs. No doubt. But offensive lines get beat up, and, and you know, like you said, you know, one guy has to move from this position to that position, which means somebody else has to come in and play that position. I mean, that's the hardest part, in my opinion, of an NFL season is keeping an offensive line together. But it can happen. Like I said, this this is an offense that morphs. Uh, it's it's not a three yards in a cloud of dust, let's be tougher than the other team type offensive line. This is a thinking man's offensive line. Uh, a lot, most Half of the stuff you do is deception. I'm just getting the defensive line to come with me to take three steps down the line so I can take advantage on an end around. So th- there's a lot of eye violations created by this defense and created by the offensive line. You have to be good actors as well as good blockers, and these guys all do a great job of it. But uh, just that center spot. And I remember back when Joseph Noteboom was going to start right. and Brian Allen were, were in the starting lineup, and I asked Andrew Whitworth this question, how are these guys, these, these young guys going to be, how are they going to uh, – uh, function in this offense he said they'll be fine if they can stay healthy and I swear like five weeks into the season you lost them both so yeah. but if Brian Allen can stay healthy for 16 17 weeks I really do think this offense has a chance to take off early and really really run past people in December you mentioned Whitworth Edwards Allen Corbett how about right tackle uh, Rob Havenstein uh, you know he's a guy that's learning from Andrew Whitworth and I'm glad he's finally had a chance to heal up He's a guy that plays hurt all the time. So he missed time. He came back. Uh, there was a time when he was an ascending right tackle. Then he kind of uh, took a step back. But I think he's back to what he used to be. Right tackle is just as important as your left tackle in this offense because you're going to be booting left, booting right. Uh, you're going to be baiting right ends as many uh, as many times as you're baiting the left end to get up the field and then come around on the screen and, and be expected to pick up a backside corner. So I think he's – Really improved on his athleticism, and just like Whitworth, I think he knows this offense better than the quarterbacks sometimes. He knows where the checks are, he can anticipate, and he doesn't miss blocks. All right, this is amazing. This is exactly what I was hoping for today, and I know Rams fans are super stoked to hear you go in depth about what you think about all these different position groups. Hey, DeMarco, before we hit this break, could you just give us a quick thought on what you think about the tight end position? You know, I think there's more there for Tyler Higby. I do. Um... I think he's uh, he's in that second tier of tight ends. You have the elites, the pro bowlers, and then the next group. I think he's firmly in the mix there as a second-tier tight end, but I think there's more there. And with Matthew Stafford, and I'll say this about Cooper Cup as well, 
I think you're going to see more vertically out of these guys than you've seen in their Rams career. You mentioned Cooper Cup, Robert Woods. Um, these are guys that we obviously have high expectations of, but just what do you think about Deshaun Jackson and his addition? He can still run, man. <laughs> oh, my God, can that guy still run? And you have to honor it as a defense. You know, I could care less what you think about his age or whatever, but when Deshaun Jackson is on the field and he's lined up outside the numbers, first of all, that corner to that side, you have to worry about him running past you, and also that safety to that side has to worry about him getting loose because he is and has been the best deep threat in the game. So he can still run either as a guy you can throw the ball to on deep routes or just as a decoy to open up everyone else. You still have to honor Deshaun Jackson as a receiver. All right, DeMarco Farr. We'll move to the defensive side of the ball a little bit later on in today's broadcast, but coming up next, it's time for What You Need to Know. Laura's going to tell us what we all need to know, and I know what this one's about, and I think we all definitely need to know this. Stick around. This is Sedano and Cap. DeMarco is in. This is 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 